to another episode of Music the Lifeblood. Big Jake, what are we talking about? We're talking about thrash metal. All things to do with thrash metal. The big four to six. To seven, possibly seven. seven. Possibly seven. <laughs> All of your denim jackets with the sleeves cut off and your like Slayer patch on the back. Because everybody has one. Right. You have one. They do. I do. And I, I, do. I do as well. Right. <laughs> your, your skateboards and your... And your skateboards and, and your, your turned up hats with... <laughs> With like <laughs> suicidal tendencies on the bottom, right, okay. and your and your patches for like political leaders for no reason, <laughs> or, and also Stephen Colbert. He's usually on there somewhere too. What? Yeah, man. You ever seen like punk kids or thrash kids with just Stephen Colbert patches on? I have a number of times. <laughs> I'm dead serious. This is the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so it's the ultra mega thrash episode yes. of Music the Lifeblood. So lots of good stuff in store. Everyone stick around. We got a top five. What a top five president elect and how he will no, change. change the I, didn't, face I didn't word that good. President <laughs> top five things. President Trump will change, change in the thrash scene. In the thrash scene. <laughs> So bad. All right, now before we jump into it, I want to let everyone know that this episode of Music of the Lifeblood is brought to you by Indie CD and Vinyl, my yes. favorite Midwestern record store located in the mega hip, the ultra eclectic, the amazing Broad Ripple neighborhood of Indianapolis, Indiana. So if, rip. if you're in town, come check it out. You can find them at www.indiecdandvinyl.com. Make sure you spell I N D Y been in there a lot always have a great experience lots yes. of new and used vinyl and cds to be had for the record collector in you oh yes because you, you don't go. just you know who doesn't know he buys music anymore there you go if you're buying vinyl you're a collector and, and the holidays are coming that's true christmas so, right around the corner what's on your christmas list anyway any cd and vinyl go check them out What's up, shitbirds? It's Big Jake from Music the Lifeblood. He just called you a shitbird. And you know what I realized lately? I'm not getting any younger. Old age means weak boners. So to hang on to my youth with a desperate iron grip, I got Music the Lifeblood a Snapchat. Hardcore sweaty dick dicks. So get on your app and add MTLB Snap. That's MTLB Snap. More hardcore sweaty dick dicks. So you can see what I'm listening to, what I'm playing, and whatever I'm just up to that day. Taking hardcore sweaty dick dicks. So come be extra, throw shade, and stay woke AF, fam. Stupid people lingo. With MTLB Snap. MTLB Snap. Fuck yeah. Big Jake. Yo. Do you have a favorite thrash band? I do, as of recently, from doing research for this. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really like Death Angel. Hey. Yeah. Death Angel. Death Angel's great. It's it's an interesting story. It was weird. Yeah. Like they splinter and all of a sudden they're a funk band. It's... <laughs> 
But why why do you like Death Angel? Because it's, okay, okay, before we jump into it, obviously. Yes, yes, please. Thrash episode, lots of things to talk about. Indeed. There's, there's a long lineage. I mean, it, I can guarantee you there's at least four things we have to talk about. Four <laughs> specific things that four are gonna come up. Specific things. But what's what's interesting to have someone that you're I don't want to say you're new to Thrash. Oh no, no but like it's not something I, I delve into around the right. regularly. really. You've yeah. dabbled. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. I We've mean, dabbled here I, I like a lot of bands that have heavy thrash influences, not just usually just thrash bands. Because a lot of times, I don't. It's the vocals of thrash bands that really bother me a lot. Ah! Of times. No, see, I like that. It's the it's the like like the the Mustaine like talk over it thing. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't like it. It's bad. It's. Dave Mustaine is not for everyone. No, I mean, but there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, thrash that followed in that vein, though, and I don't I don't enjoy that at all. And I also don't like punk all that much. So when it gets really punk, I it, it turns me away. Turns you off? Yeah, it turns me off. I'm not. Like, this is. I mean, you're a proggy guy. I'm a proggy power metal guy. If That's, you are like the the filet mignon. See, I don't. I don't think that at all. I think of of heavy music fans. No, I just I like a particular thing because it's. I, you I, like you like a balsamic glaze. We, <laughs> that's not even fancy. With I have a, a degree a, in that. With a hint of lemon. Get that shit out of here. Um, and I, some shallots. I, I I value musicianship over everything else, and and specifically metal. Right. So like, if you can't play. Like, play well <laughs> like it, i'm not interested turns off yeah so like a lot of thrash is to be like it's with a lot of metal like it, it's an it's an easy genre that people get into because you can be a you know a really good guitar player and be in a killer thrash band or you can barely play guitar and be in a good thrash band like <laughs> there's you don't have to be that like crazy good guitar player like you can just Get some drums and a guitar and go get back, get back, get back, get back, get back, get back, and then play some riffs over it. And you're I mean, good. I get, I get that rash now. Yeah, yeah. I disagree. That's fine. We do that a lot. We do. That <laughs> so, it happens. Because like my my one of my favorite quote unquote thrash bands. Because I mean they're not thrash, but they have a very heavy thrash influence. It's like Three Inches of Blood. Right. And those dudes can fucking play. See, to me, Three Inches of Blood borderlines on. Uh, Borderlines, yeah, for sure. Borderlines on power metal. I would agree times, with that. Yeah, which weird. Yeah, you know it's, it's I mean? very, it's very like thrashy power metal. Right. Like I, I'm totally okay with that. But I'd be okay with Three Inches of Blood opening up for Slayer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I'd Too be, bad they broke up. But yeah, yeah it'd been great. Yeah, like the like, but fucking Death Angel, man. It's those dudes. So yeah, can play. Let's, yeah, let's talk about that because you know, <clears throat> and they're kind point, of point point of pride. Yes, yes. For the music, the lifeblood main brain, myself. <laughs> no, it's me. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, that one of my most favorite things is introducing people to new music. Now, yeah. I, I'm not saying that I introduced those them to you. I'm not, I'm not you saying You put the that. bug in my head, though. But you were you, like, whatever. hey. Hey. Uh, but one of the things I like is when someone discovers something new and they've quote unquote had their ears opened. Yeah. They've they've become woke. Yeah. Hashtag woke. Hashtag woke to thrash. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah, like it was it's the same thing with I mean, What do you guys think of Kim Kardashian? <laughs> hashtag woke. Like uh old old Metallica's great. Like I everyone loves old Metallica for at least you at least appreciate old Metallica. Um Slayer's never really been my thing all that much. It's good. I like some of it, but not all of it. Made my heart hurt. Um I don't like Anthrax. I don't like Megadeth. Now I'm mad. 
That's fine. Um, Death Angel's great, though. And I think it's vocally. Vocally is what sold me. And, like, musicianship is really good. The guitar players are really talented. And the fact they were so young is also really cool. But, like, it's the vocals that sold me, man. Like, it's, like, really aggressive power metal vocals almost. Like, he has, like, that real high register singing voice. And, like, I dig it. Yeah. It's real good. Yeah. And they also had some... They're in no way a prog band. But they also have some very, like varying sections they get away from just the back so like i dug it i dug it a lot i listened to two albums just today that's awesome i dig it a lot i'm probably gonna pick up most of their stuff i was for the longest time i had a hard time uh not mixing up dark angel dark angel and death angel yeah gene hoagland's in one he's not in the other right you were seeing uh there's this uh exodus Exodus put out um, this, uh, it's kind of like an on-tour documentary video thing. Um, It was when Rob Dukes was singing for the band, so after Zetro had left. But um, there's this real brief scene where it's just... It's just uh, a picture taken from the stage of them playing, and yeah. Gene Hoagland is just standing in the middle of the audience. <laughs> in Testament? And, and the, no. Like from the, the stage? Exodus, no. Exodus, he's, excuse like, me, Exodus. Exodus. He's like literally in the audience watching the show. Huh. And like there's Gary Holt going, hi, Gene. Hey, man. What are you doing? <laughs> like, Why are you there? Like you could come back here. Right. Like. I, I think it's neat because Gene Hoagland's one of those guys where like he's like Trevor Stranod from Black Daddy Murder that yeah. like <laughs> – You'll bump into him at a show. Dude, he's – Trevor is like – I talked to Trevor like three times at a, at a Black Dahlia Murder show before I realized it was him. Right. Because like when I saw him, I had not seen him – it was the first time I ever like seen the band in person. I never – I listened to music for years. I never really saw them in person other than like pictures. And he had grown this crazy huge beard and his hair was super long and he had on glasses and a hoodie. And I was like, oh, hey, man, what's up? We just stood and talked for a while. And then like he's on stage and I'm like – Oh fuck! That's Trevor. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Trev- yeah, Trevor, su- I feel he's like, super chill. I feel like I've and mark my words, God damn it. Yeah, mark, mark my words, marking them. Just how Rob Halford has been like the um, the ambassador of metal. You think he will be as well? I think Trevor Stranod is. I think I think it's, he's a good candidate. I th- yeah. If yeah. Um, if um, if Rob Halford was our president, I guess. Of metal, he'd be the ambassador. He would be some sort of high-ranking cabinet position. I'd, I'd buy that. Secretary yeah. of that band has you. Sec- a lot of people. Secretary of windmill. A lot of uh, windmill relations. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's go. Or Corpse Grinder would be up there too. Yeah, so I, I people uh, like underestimate the reach of that band sometimes. Black Dahlia Murder, like big. how big they actually are. And They're some, fucking big. And how it relates to this, too. Like some thrash influence. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of. I mean, I don't know. They're what I would call like new wave of American heavy metal. Like. No, I, melodic death metal. That's fair. But it's, I guess that's more of a time frame when they came out. They right. kind of lumped them in there. Right. But like they definitely have heavy thrash influences. Yeah. But there's also yeah. like it's more death metal than anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean it is it is what it is. And I think that's just from a from a vocal standpoint. Dude, I hated I his vocals for years. Yeah. They're so harsh and well, weird. Welcome to the BDM episode. Yeah. I mean when yeah. yeah. It's like when is it not a Gene Hoagland episode and when yeah. is it not a Devin Townsend episode? <laughs> yeah. Black Daddy Murder. <laughs> Kiss. Right. Always always, they're always always revelant. Anyway, reel it back to Thrash. So uh, Yes, Death Angel. Yeah, they're I, they're rad. You've, like you've officially, I'm on. I'm way on board. Like yeah. I, it's. 
I don't know. It just was way more interesting than a lot of thrash. Now I do. I do want. I do want to pick your brain about something. Please do because you're such a prick bastard when it comes to production. Yeah. And you could swallow it, and you were okay with it. Uh, their old shit was hot garbage. I didn't like. I didn't like the old production. I mean, the music was still good, but the production quality was bad. I'm so frustrated. The first, the first three. I had, I had such high hopes for you. The, fir- the first three, that that first demo where the kid was like 12, right. and it's like a three song demo. It was, ooh, 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 <laughs> ooh. but it, I mean, it, like, musically, it was still great. I just can't I listen to it. it for the quality. Yeah, I get it. I get no, I'm it. yeah, I'm a total, I'm a total rat bastard about it's, I mean, music it's, quality. It's baby steps. It's it's I mean, just I got, I got you to sign off. It's on my misfits gener- Earth AD. It's my so. generation and my and my genre, man. It's the right. combination of both. Like I like the digital sound. I like things to sound crisp and clear. Right. Like okay, literally, this is <laughs> this is how bad this is for me. Are you ready for this? Just <laughs> I just bought a brand new fifty-five inch TV. Right. Plugged in a DVD player because I had it laying there. Put in DVD. No, excuse me. Plugged in my PS4. Put in DVD. I was like. This looks like shit. I'm getting a Blu-ray player. <laughs> that minute difference. I was like, nah, getting a Blu-ray player. I can't deal with this hot shit. So I found a Blu-ray and put it in my PS4 and was it's like, bad. this is way better. It's, bad, it's so crisp. Right. It's like I'm looking at a window. <laughs> Stop. I don't think my eyes are as clear as what that TV I don't think you're, is. I, think you're, I, I, I don't think your ears are nah, as clear. Man. You don't hear the character. That's the it's, that's one of the most important the most important things about thrash music is the character of the production of it. I mean, I disagree. I want to be able to hear everything clearly. I don't want no. I don't, and it's not even not I don't always. Even, it's not even old quality that bothers me. Like old Maiden albums are fine. That quality is it's it's fuzzy and it has that old sound, but the quality is still there. Like when it's an old recording, that's shit. Or a new recording that's shit. It's still shit, <laughs> like across the board. Gives it character. Because like out. the the I actually prefer the before they redid. Uh, uh, oh shit, the Maiden album they redid. I just left me the Egyptian one. Power slave. Power slave. All I can think of was slave to us all for some reason. Power when they Good they name. they redid Power Slave. What remastered? Yeah, remastered. Well, they it. remastered the whole catalog. But I much specifically Power Slave. I prefer the old one. Like I, it's not always like it's just it has to be quality for its time. Okay. I don't like shit recordings no matter when they come out. All like, right. Well, here's the thing. Because modern day shit recordings have a whole different sound than old shit recordings. A whole different kind of shit. <laughs> it's a whole different spectrum See, of it's, shit. It's like I, this is like blue state, red state. <laughs> No, it's not. It's completely. I see where you're going with that, though. Rough. That's smooth as fuck. <laughs> I'll call out your shit. So, uh, our that's new... Good, that's good segue. It was. It was good. High that's five. Perfect, I'm reaching across perfect high five. segue. <laughs> Top five reasons. <laughs> Top five. Our president-elect is going to mess with thrash metal. <laughs> He's not going to improve. He might improve. Yeah, so top, top five things that... Uh, I know one off the top of my head a, right now. The Trump presidency will change with Russia. I know one. I know two right now. All right. One, you ready for two, this? Two, three, four, five. Number five. Okay. Iron Reagan has guaranteed t-shirts for like 10 years. Ooh, no, at least four years. Okay. Guaranteed t-shirts. Good one. Good one. Also, Iron Reagan has guaranteed album for the next four years. <laughs> Iron, Iron Reagan output in general. Yeah, they're good. They're they're in. They got enough material for at least four years. 
<laughs> I got one. Those shirts are going to be rough. I got one. What I you got, got one. What you got? Carrie King is going to move to a comb over. You think? <laughs> I don't think Carrie King can even grow hair. No, it's back. It's just shaves. No, he's like, like me. He just yeah, shaves that, it. Oh, he's going to comb it forward. Yeah, he's going to grow it out. Oh, ooh. And bring it forward. Mm, only Devin can really pull that off. <laughs> <laughs> he can't even pull it off anymore. Carrie comb over. I mean, I'm, I'll support it, but Carrie I don't think comb it'll happen. Carrie comb over with a K. Ooh, yeah. Carrie comb over King. Carrie King comb over. Carrie <laughs> King comb over. All right, number three. What do you got? Um, there's going to be a surplus of um, th- thrash and punk kids who have Donald Trump patches on their jackets just to be edgy. Edgelords. Yeah, just hashtag edgelords. <laughs> yeah, you're going to see a lot of like, fuck it, he's not so bad. Fuck it, <laughs> support Donald Trump. Support Donald Trump. Ooh. Support Donald Trump. Just because they want to be fucking edgelords. Trump. You're going to see a whole bunch of Donald Trump back patches. You're going to see. He's going to have corpse paint it's on. It's going to be the opposite effect of Ronald Reagan. He named something Star Wars. That man gets a pass forever. <laughs> so awkward. It's the best. So awkward. Uh, okay, number two. Number two. That's your turn. I oh, it's one. my turn? Yeah. It's my, oh, it is my turn, isn't it? <laughs> oh, all right, all right, I got it, I got it, I got it. You got what you got, okay, what you, you got, ready? what you got. Uh, all orange flying Vs. Oh, because of the skin color. Because of the skin. I got <laughs> it. Spray tan. I got it. Orange, we're going to say orange Vs. Yeah, I like it. Oh, that's actually, that's I like that idea. Yeah. Like, like an orange V, like a really smooth matte orange V. Like a lobster with, like, orange. On the outside. <laughs> That'd be that'd be a nice looking guitar, man. Come on, an offset V, right? With that orange, like a gold outline, like the like the uh, the Century editions they have by uh, right, right, right. Was it Gibson with the black and the white? But it's like a cream orange and like a nice smooth yellow. <laughs> oh, I want that guitar. I don't even play guitar well, and I want uh, that guitar. I need it. Yeah, I gotta have the it. Trump, the Trump special, the orange V's. All right, number one. Um. Uh, a, a, a state mandated sequel to Airheads. <laughs> I want it. I want it. That's what I want. Every state has. Every state has to come up with their own. <laughs> just another movie. Yeah, he's now. He's just. He's. 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 He's laying down the law. Maybe Thrash is, Maybe. Maybe Trump's a thrash head. We don't know. He's just like. He's just going to see him one day with like a denim jacket over his suit <laughs> in his suicidal tendencies hat with the front bill sticking up. <laughs> it's the best. Uh, All right, let's let's take a break. Those weren't those weren't good reasons. Those are those are perfect. Those are absolutely perfect. We'll take a break. Here's, take a break. Here's an Instagram ad. Hey, what's up, motherfucker? This is Dustin from Music the Lifeblood. Are you on Instagram? Do you like that shit? Well, guess what? So is Music the Lifeblood. Just search Music the Lifeblood. You can check out pictures of my record collection, and you're going to get random pictures of Haggis the Wonder Mutt, the official Music the Lifeblood dog. All right, Instagram. Fuck yeah. Music the Lifeblood. Woo! Right, you know what we have to talk about? We do. We have to talk the big, the big four to six to seven. I say seven. I say six. I don't think Overkill gets a pass. Get out of my house. I think they're, I think they're good. I think they're incredibly influential, but I don't think they're as influential as the rest of them. 
No, fuck it. Just take off anthrax while we're on there. Just knock him off. No, <laughs> god joking. damn it. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I said that just to upset you. I said it just to upset you. Anthrax is great. Mm. All right, so, you know. There's a difference between, they got, this is the difference that I have for these bands. My, okay, hold on. You like all of them. I don't, but they're all good. I don't think they suck. I just, right. It's not for me. They're all great. Right. Come on, champ. Stick it. With, stick with me. Stick okay. with me. I see the veins on your head popping out. Come on. I gotta talk about Metallica. I mean, it's okay. Metallica. They're they're <laughs> <laughs> they. There's a reason why Metallica's still around, man. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. Metallica released the first album. They. I mean, ha. Huh. I don't know if it's the first thrash album, but it's the first no, one of, of note. The big wave. It's the first one of note. Yes. But, well, no, I would disagree with that. I don't. I mean. Kill 'em All came out in July of '83. Yeah, the next closest one is Show No Mercy um, in December of '83 from Slayer. Every, that, everybody else comes after that. Even as far as like one, one and a half, and two years later. Okay, yeah, I guess I guess you when you really like think about it, because I was thinking of bands that have like just like Europe, European bands that have thrash influences that were around. Like Thin Lizzy came to mind, just like an influence, not. Come on, it's there. It's there a little, but like it's it's you can't call them a thrash band though. Like in no way. Can you Are you mean in like? Band. Wh- okay, yeah. Explain. I mean, just ba- European bands that have that influence. Even like Maiden had like definitely not thrash in no way, but they had that thrash influence. You can it'd be like are, are you, counting oh, someone out wait, of a genre okay, because they're a part of a subgenre. Okay, okay, you're talking about those bands in having influence on thrash. Yeah, but saying but say, you, you okay, can't say okay, their okay. first. You can't say that their first album was like the first thrash album. I but like you can say those bands came before. I wouldn't say the Metallica is the first thrash band, but okay. they might be the first thrash album of note. Is what I would say. Okay, I get what you're saying. Because it sounded like it sounded like you were implying that Thin Lizzy has a thrash element. No, 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 no. Okay, I'm all right, like all right, you can't. Right, I, right. I, I wouldn't say Metallic. Every people Metallic was the first thrash band. It's like no, or the first like um like big thrash band of note. Mm-hmm. But to say they're the first like only thrash band, there were bands who were doing that kind of sound at least similar before them. Well, I would say within the hardcore punk scene. Valid, obviously. Yeah, 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 you know that. So, sort like, of thing, saying so. they're the first thrash bands, like it's like that's not right. Okay, but I get what you're saying. First, first okay. album of note, though. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the lineage, the lineage, though. Yeah. Because leading sure. up to the big four, I mean, obviously that's yeah. the biggest thing. So uh, the the best way the best way I can think to describe yeah. it is what uh, you get thrash when you mixed. The new wave of British heavy metal yeah. with old school hardcore punk. It's it's weird too because I I think specifically today's metal would not be what it is without thrash because the kind of the attitude and ideology that we've accepted is what is metal today that didn't exist before thrash before like the the just the dirty like blackness of it all like there was like sabbath was around and they were dark but they didn't have that like fuck you attitude Uh, okay and like maiden was around but they were fucking spandex and were like (laughs) huge stage performances they didn't have that dirty grungy like underground fuck you thing okay like i get it that's a good point yeah that that didn't exist before thrash metal i always say when it comes to like the lineage of metal Mm -hmm. that i think everybody goes back to sabbath Right. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, you can. There's there are things to argue because Sabbath had influences too. Right. But yeah. Here's my gripe. Yeah. Okay. Because everyone leaves out Judas Priest. 
Yeah, but I think it's just Sabbath Judas, came first. Is all they that did. Is. Judas, yeah. Priest came, Judas Priest came like a heartbeat later. But yeah. but here's the biggest difference: Sabbath was heavy. Yeah, but Priest was metal. Exactly. No, absolutely. Uh, th- I've always said that um, Priest was the first whole metal band. They were the first ones to be metal all the time. Because mm. Sabbath got real folky in places. Real folky with harmonicas and shit. Yeah, yeah I get what you're saying. And yeah. like, Planet Caravan. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, Priest was like, nah, it's this, this all the time. <laughs> it's just fucking well, metal. The first, I mean, the first three Priest albums are, I mean, they're real interesting because it's like, it's proto-metal. Yeah, that's what yeah, it is. It's yeah. more, it's more akin to stuff like Deep Purple. Yeah, and maybe like Uriah Heep. But at the like time, that. that was like that uh, was the heavy side of stuff. Fuck, that yeah, was heavy. That was like Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, I guess at the time it probably it came out, like, that's the closest way to describe that. Super, yeah, super yeah. But anyway, so yeah, when you mix the the new wave of British heavy metal, so if you're not a, if you're not up on your your terms and your things like that from a historical standpoint. I mean, why the fuck are you listening to this show you're if on you're the wrong not? Show. You know? Yeah, but uh, but we may have newbies. Uh, so for the newbies in the cloud, the new wave of British heavy metal or the new wobbum, wobbum, new wobbum. <laughs> so that's gonna be that's gonna be um, you put Iron Iron Maiden, Maiden in there. Priest. You put Saxon. I always forget Saxon's not American. I always for I, for some reason I always forget that. Yeah, white <laughs> white leather. Yeah. Um, just all those bands. Yeah, yeah. Or like even maybe even Diamond Head. Maybe. Oh yeah, for sure, maybe, for sure. Maybe maybe is yeah. is except even though that's European, not yeah, but it's still is uh is um is no, I don't think I don't think they're are they English? I'm having a real real brain block. Is Motorhead English? Yeah. Yeah. Are they? Do we lump in Motorhead with them? Then I, I think you should. I think you should. They're real I, thrashy and real like. They're, in your face. Well, no, they're they're. For some reason, I would, couldn't think if Libby was English or not. I don't oh, know yeah, why. Yeah. Libby's very English. <laughs> I know. I know. He's very English. Look at his teeth. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you mean was very English? It was very English. Oh, anyway, um, sad. yeah, yeah, Motorheads, and I would put Motorhead in with the new wave yeah, of British I would metal, as well. even though Motorhead's kind of weird because yeah, they don't really quite fit. They're yeah. a fork in the road. They're yeah. not a, on a branch. They're actually a fork. So, um, yeah. Anyway. New Wave of British Heavy Metal, mix it with what was happening from a punk rock standpoint. And I specifically say punk rock from the Americas. Oh, yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because the UK version <clears throat> of punk that was happening in the early 80s mm-hmm. was, to me, overall much less aggressive. Than it was, what was a lot more political fueled, too. Well, because, I mean, there. we're talking about the, the winner of our discontent. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, the yeah, job yeah. loss that was happening. Margaret Thatcher fucking everybody over. Whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway. American hardcore punk. So we're talking Minor Threat, yeah. Dead Kennedys, Black Flag, Misfits. Yeah. Really important in this sort of thing. And the perfect example is, and in my opinion, um, this is where I kind of, I tend to kind of disagree with a lot of like traditional thrash fans that Dave Mustaine and James Hetfield really defined the thrash guitar sound. <clears throat> as, per, as per what was written on No Life to Leather. Yeah. Before Kill 'Em All came out, but I'm really, really hammer fisted that I think the Carrie Keane Jeff Hanneman combination has more to do with the thrash sound overall yeah. than what uh, Dave and James did, because I think it's more of a definitive thrash sound. Now, yeah. I do think that the Metallica guitar sound early on, obviously, 
you, when you listen to Kill 'Em All and Ride the Lightning, there's thrash stuff on there. Oh yeah. But I think the Slayer sound became more of what you could overlay over thrash and go, okay, that matches. That matches up a little better. And I think yeah, it, I think I think Slayer was just a little more aggressive, <coughs> a little more aggressive with it. Yeah, a little bit. But I think a lot of it has to do specifically with Jeff Hanneman as a guitar player yeah. because Jeff Hanneman. <laughs> Jeff Hanneman was real good. His playing and his he writing. Was real good. He was so <clears throat> steeped in yeah. what was going on in the LA punk scene. Yeah. Around that time, he's a big Dead Kennedys fan, Discharge, DOA, that yeah. kind of stuff. Like, Jeff really brought that. No. Now, it's, I mean, Carrie's a big Priest fan. He's oh, yeah. Big, specifically, he's a big Glenn Tipton fan, like Beyond the Realms of Death and shit like that. But I think Jeff Hanneman is, to me, in my opinion, Jeff Hanneman is, Jeff Hanneman is the single most important player in the thrash metal guitar sound. Period. Mm, yeah, I would. My my only argument with that would be is that Mustaine had influences in two of those bands. That'd be my only yeah, gripe at that. I get it because he has big influences in both of those. Because like whether you like it or not, like Kill 'Em All is that's a that's Mustaine. Like that's his some of his that's his stuff. Yeah, and like if you. And then well, you look I at mean, Megadeth, and that's his stuff. And yeah. like, if you so like that, I, to me, maybe like a widespread influence. He probably had more influence, whether we believe, like whether we want to believe it mm-hmm. or realize it or not. Right. I mean, no, I get. I, I don't disagree <clears throat> yeah. with that. I don't disagree with it. I just think Jeff's guitar sound became more akin, akin for copy. Like, if yeah. you want to sound like thrash, yeah. you look up him. Yeah. Gotcha. Yes. I, yes. I'd agree with that. When you, when, you can, when you look at the Mustaine sort of thing, Mustaine had started to deviate from that. Yeah. Pretty early on. <laughs> pretty quickly. By yeah. the time, like, I mean, we got <clears throat> so far good, so what? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, by the time we got to that point, Megadeth's sound was changing yeah. drastically by yeah. that point. So, uh, I still think it's Jeff Hanneman. I mean, I won't. I, I won't disagree with that. I, I just was offering a second opinion. Yeah, I get it. I, I mean, definitely won't they've... agree with that. Henneman is a huge influence on most guitar players. Yeah, yeah. But it's the big four. So the big four: Metallica, yep. Megadeth, and you can really and take Slayer. you can really take out any of the guitar players from any of those bands and be like, these guys helped create a genre. Like, yeah, you really can. I think drumming too. Drumming has, I mean, there's a big, yeah. there, no, I mean, because real, realistically, we had, we had metal bands doing double bass drumming up to that point. You yeah. listen to like, uh, Rapid Fire yeah. on British, yeah. on British Steel. There's double drumming. Les Binks yeah. played some double drumming in there. I just, I guess, so, I, I guess maybe I, but it's not, but it's, is, it wasn't a focal point. Yeah. This is, I mean? this is my saltiness talking is what this is. <laughs> this is my Lars Ulrich salt, salt, saltiness. Like I don't think he was i guess he was influential probably like i mean people had people knew who he was people copied what he did but i feel like with his mus- <coughs> his musicianship ability like all those other drummers were probably better than Lars and i guess deserve more of like a you helped form this genre well than- i d- and i i mean you don't uh, okay, okay. So Gar Samuelson from Megadeth. Yeah. Lars Ulrich. Yeah. Dave Lombardo from Slayer. Dave Lombardo. <laughs> and, and, and Charlie Benante from Anthrax. I wasn't sure of the drummer from Anthrax right off the top of my Charlie head. Charlie Benante. So. And I would say <laughs> at, at, abil- at ability level, yeah. at ability level, Lars is subpar to all of them. <laughs> yeah. And I think I would put... And Lombardo is number one. 
Lombardo's real good. <laughs> Dave is really good. Yeah. I, w- I, in my opinion, I would put I would put Dave at number one. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But Gar, close second. Oh my Nip god! Nipping at the heels. Oh my god! <laughs> we're talking. We're talking about a guy that could play jazz fluently. Yeah, along yeah. with Chris Poland. Yeah, you know Megadeth. He was what's Chris Poland on the first two albums? I have no idea. He's on everything up through. Peace. Peace Cells was the last thing he was on. Okay, okay, so so far so good. So what? They what's his name? Yeah. Um, I can't I can't remember what I can't think of it. But anyway, <laughs> Gar and Chris from Megadeth, like those are jazz guys. Yeah, and they for fucking sure. they did the heroin to prove it. You know, like <laughs> you that, have to do the do some smack to yeah, be a jazz drummer. Fucking jazz guys are like, I gotta shoot up. Now these guys are gonna like me if I don't. <laughs> Bad news, but I you know, and even Charlie, I. I, fuck, dude, that's hard. Yeah, that's really, I mean, really I'm, hard. I'm going Lombardo, like. But I mean, you gotta admit the some of the fills Charlie does are amazing. Yeah, especially no, sure. on like. Let's just agree among, that among the living that Lars is the worst. Let's just agree with that. <laughs> Lars, also, I, I need to. I need to. I need to say. I need to kind of change my my on air opinion of something. Um, while doing research for this, I've come across a ton of interviews with Lars Ulrich, Ulrich, Ulrich. I think it's, I've never understood this. I always say Ulrich, but. Ulrich. Whatever. That dude. <laughs> and I mean, it's Norwegian, right? I, uh, no, not Norwegian. Uh, Finnish. Finnish, yeah. Finnish. I, Danish. No, he's a Dane. Is he? Yeah, he's a Dane. I knew he wasn't. I knew he's European, but um, I have, I've, I've misjudged Mr. Lars. He's he's a way cooler dude than I thought he was. I think he is too. He's a pretty. I mean, the whole Napster thing. I get it now. Like looking into it, it's like, yeah, that sucks. Sue the Napster. I get yeah. it. But like, he's a pretty okay guy. Yeah. I still think he's weighing. I think he's dead weight in that band. <laughs> he is dead weight. That new album would be so much better with some good ass drumming. But as a person, <laughs> I don't judge him so harshly now. <laughs> I just wanted to get that out there. I wanted to get that out there. Uh, okay. He is dead weight in that band. Dead weight. He is dead weight. Dead weight. <laughs> Have you heard that those three new songs? Oh, yeah. They're great, except for He's turned into ACDC. I mean, I'm excited. He knows how to play a triplet still. Not well. Yeah, you know that was when you when we saw footage of him doing that live. He doesn't do it. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about it. I'll I get, did. I seen it. I'll get angry again. Those reflections on those bass drums don't lie. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Big four. Big yes, four. Big yes, four. Yes. Big four. Big four. So we're talking about drummers, right? We are. We were talking about drummers. I okay. Food for thought. Yes. What's the best album from, from the big four? From each of the big four. Oh, like to current or at the period? Ooh. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and are we going quality or sales? <laughs> because there's, that's a difference. I guess opinion. Like, just, <laughs> just like personal, just personal because opinion. Because I like uh, Ride the Lightning. That's my go-to Metallica That's album. your one? That's my one. So you're not a big Anthrax guy. So you're I not... honestly can't tell you an Anthrax album off the top of my head. Really? I really, dude, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like it. That I've heard songs. Nervous. I just don't like it. All right, so the two, the two big ones are going to be Spreading the Disease and Among the Living. Among okay. the Living is the one with I Am the Law, um, okay. Caught in the Mosh. Uh, that one I know. That song's pretty cool. Yeah. I'll give you that one. Caught in the, the Mosh is rad. The drum fill coming out <laughs> of the, the solo and the turnaround in Caught in the Mosh mm-hmm. is, I can't even play it. Yeah. Like, And I'm a good drummer. 
Yeah, like, you are. It's fucking hard. Yeah. Like, it's really fucking hard. Um, among, among the living and spreading disease, those are yeah. the two that are like, holy shit, this is the one. And everybody, after that, persistence of time, and then state of euphoria, obviously. Or yeah. state of euphoria, then persistence of time. I think it's the other way around. Um, but among the living was the single biggest one from anthrax. Yeah, That's okay. the one that everybody knows. So we all know Master of Puppets, Ride the Lightning, Kill Them All. Yeah, and we'll say with Megadeth. Let's let's just say, let's just say everything up through. I was going to Slayer first. I mean, we can do Megadeth first. I would say you don't want to go all the way up to Countdown to Extinction. That's too far because things really start to change at that point. Yeah. So, rest in peace. So everything up through rest in peace. Everything through rest in peace for for Megadeth, right? <sighs> and then with Slayer, let's just say everything up through Seasons in the Abyss. Okay, I mean. Slayer, I like I like Hell Awaits. Really? Yeah, I know it's weird. You just bitched about the production quality. I know, but it's like the one I like. I told you it's not it's not bad production though. It's it's production of its time. I think you're a bad co-host. Oh. <laughs> oh. I just went, went through the the jugular. Oh. Frustrating me. You really like Hell Awaits? I do. Why you look? Why you, come on, man! <laughs> like, show no mercy. Oh, show no mercy is good too. What's the? There's, Kim, a, there's another one warfare. I like too. Um, Rain and blood. No, rain and blood's good, but it's south it's, of heaven. It, south of heaven. Rain and blood's a bit overhyped. I feel like it's good. It's damn good. I would agree. But like, it's just like, like yeah. people freak out about yeah. it. I think my uh, Slayer, my all time, it's seasons in the abyss. Seasons in the Abyss is absolutely South amazing. Of, South of Heaven's real good, too. South of Heaven and Man, South of Heaven's real Mantua good. Suicide, Silent Scream. There's some good songs on there. Megadeth. Uh, it's Rest in Peace. It is. It's got to be Rust in Peace. It's Rest in Peace. Like, I don't even know. Like Tornado of Souls. Hangar 18. I say Hangar, I say Hangar 18 is the one that's like, yeah. yeah. Like, here we go. No, that's on Countdown to Extinction. So I'm not, I, again, not big on the mega death. Yeah. Countdown to Extinction is when things yeah. got weird. Yeah. Yeah, Hangar 18 is fucking rad. Yeah, it is. Tornado yeah. Souls is really good. Too. It's just, I like, musically, Appreciate. I would love mega death. It's just his vocals. Are you can't just, do it. Whew, it's bad. Like, <laughs> right. Okay, so the big four. Yeah. Right? I actually like Testament way more than all those bands. So. Okay, so. Okay, Thorax so, listens to a lot of Testament. Right. <laughs> so we have the big four and what I call the medium three. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, the small two. It's like you, you, want, you want the. You I want it. I want to give him dignity. You want to biggie yeah. size it, but you don't want to pay for it. <laughs> right. So we'll go with the medium. Right, right. I feel I've, there's sometimes I feel like when you talk about Testament overkill and Exodus, yeah, it's almost like the ugly chick you settled for at the end of the night. You know oh. what I mean? Like, see, no, you, could, you couldn't get you couldn't get the hot blonde. But you're all like, okay, but this will work. See, no, I'm not. No, but no, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that's how a lot of people talk about him. That's oh, okay. I feel like that's okay. the vibe that a lot of people. And I'm all like, God damn it! 
if if I was going to swap out anything, there are times. There are times that yeah. I would pull out Metallica and put Testament in their place. I think honestly, like, you can probably swap out anyone from the Big Four except Slayer for Testament. I think. I really do. Testament's fucking great. Yeah. But Slayer is thrash metal. Like, you can't not <laughs> they have are. Slayer. But I think Testament... Slayer is still doing thrash metal. Yeah. And that's that's a big thing. Yeah. Testament has um, refined their sound. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how else to say it. But I remember the first time I heard Over the Wall off of Legacy. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I heard that. And I just remember, like, holy shit. Yeah, this is this is fucking incredible. Yeah. This is amazing, but I, I just get—I don't know. Practice what you preach is a really good album. Yeah, <laughs> we we cause we we when we tour Thorax, right. we only have a cassette deck. We don't have a CD player in our right. car, and we tried to get one of those CD things, and it just won't have it. The van's too old. So we just fucking throw in fucking Testament tapes. <laughs> just listen <laughs> to a lot of Testament when we drive around. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I I don't know. It Practice what you preach. Envy of life. Yeah. Over the wall. There's so much good stuff. Chuck Billy as a singer. Is phenomenal. Chuck, Chuck Billy is. The a, range on that man. Yes. The ability for him to write prose to aggressive music. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck Billy's dumb good. Blows my fucking mind. Yeah. And the weird thing with like uh, Zetro being in, well, it wasn't Testament. It was they were Legacy. Legacy. But yeah. When Zet, you know what I mean? That's that's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird to me. Yeah. So. And like. Exodus. So, so is, is Overkill in Exodus. your, Overkill's in your medium three then? Yeah. Okay. So who's your small two? Uh, Death Angel and Dark Angel. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'll buy that. It's weird because I think musically, Death Angel's better than a lot of those bands. I think Death Angel, uh, Dark Angel. Oh, Dark Angel is on par okay. with. I get them mixed up. It's fucking see, hard. I, I don't see. I think Death Angel is the one that's like fucking like on par with those bands. Dark, Dark Angel is also really fucking good. Though. Dark Angel is on the level with Slayer. Oh, you think so? Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. And we're talking like. Now, did, would Gene start that band, or is he? Can he come in later? Hoagland, without having the, without having the family tree in front of me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I know he <laughs> he always like like supports the shit out of Dark Angel whenever they do stuff. They though. do. I think more so than any other band he it's, does. There, it's a tragedy. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a it's a tragedy. They should have. They should have. You know what I mean? Yeah, they should have done done way more than they, they did. Fucking should have. Yeah. No, that's you just keep saying that over and over and yep. over again. I mean, Legion. They should have. They should have. Fucking lead Legion for days. I we need to just do a Legion episode. We should do a Legion. You just need episode. to get Dave in here and just like Pick tell us brain. give us the history. We want to know this rich tapestry you have. We should. That'd yeah. be awesome. That'd yeah. Be just idea. give us everything from when like day one. Will Dave fit in here? Will Dave fit in this room? We can't have that ceiling fan on with Dave in here. <laughs> right. Yeah, if you don't know, Dave's like what, six nine probably? He's six like ten. Bill, he's like Bill Brasky. He's, he's fucking huge. Fifteen feet tall. He's so big. He, he eats Eskimos and shits ice cream. You know, that kind of thing. That's a phrase I've not heard. What? Shits Eskimo. Eats Eskimo and shits, shits ice, ice cream. cream. I've never heard that. That's a weird saying. I don't know. Maybe I made it up. You think you did? Anyway, overkill. I vocals are weird. Yeah. Vocals kill me again. 
<laughs> also, they have the same logo as Avenged Sevenfold, <laughs> and that always weirded me out because I knew who Avenged Sevenfold. Oh, yeah, they do. I knew who I Avenged mean, Sevenfold. It's not. I mean, it's, I, yeah. it's, just, it's just green instead of white. <laughs> right. The only, the only. I knew Avenged Sevenfold before I knew Overkill was because, right. like, child of my generation. I grew up in 2006 I, when fucking Awaking the Fallen came out. I just think Overkill, Overkill, and Exodus. There, once in a while, I'm all like, "Is that Overkill or Exodus?" Yeah. And then I got <laughs> Well, oh, that's, that's the vocals. Exodus. Wait for the vocals. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just think I think Zetro and Bobby Blitz like real similar timbre as far yeah. as their voice their voice goes. Like real, real similar. Yeah. But the one thing to me that separates Exodus from Overkill mm-hmm. overall is when you hear Gary Holt solo. Oh yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah. Gary Holt to me, out of all the thrash players, mm-hmm. uh, guitar player wise, I think. As far as technique, yeah, he is the most creative. Even over Hanneman, yeah, because Jeff is all just. Oh, you said creative, like not, creative okay. technique. Okay, gotcha, Jeff gotcha, is gotcha. just all, you know, that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. But like Gary, like Gary, Gary's phrasing, yeah, it's is real like solid. is like some Eddie Van Halen shit. Yeah. You know, like he's really some Ingve shit. Fucking good. But yeah, Exodus. So Exodus. I mean, you yeah. have to talk about Bonded by Blood, but yeah, yeah. Um, it's I, Gary. Yeah. Eh. I don't know what else to say. It's so weird because like we're we're talking about these bands as like not being on the same level as the big four, and like they're fucking just as worthy. Like they're just as worthy. They're just as good. They are. They just didn't have the reach. That the other four did. That yeah. was the only difference. I wonder, and I would. I mean, real, realistically, what separated? I don't. I, I couldn't tell you. And I will say now, I know more people who like, at least in my circle, who like Testament more than Metallica. <laughs> like in the underground, Metallica has become so like it's too much. I use I use the phrase here as dad rock. They've become dad rock, right? And like maybe not so much in this newest album, but for like a long time, it was it was the your dad's listening to Metallica, right? And like. Testament has, did not do that. Testament is still fucking heavy as shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there's still guys in my group who really like Testament and don't really care for Metallica. Metallica's too much. I know, man. I like Metallica. I, I do. I, I stand by the bands I like, whether people, like, hate me, hate on me or not. But, like, I like Metallica. But I think, talent-wise, there's a lot of fucking better bands out there in their genre. That's what I think. I get frustrated with Metallica. I know you do. Come on, man. Step, right. Fight through it. Fight through it. Plow. Plow. Keep plowing. <laughs> All right. Let's take another break. Yep. Psst. Hey. What? Fucko. Yeah, you. Who are you? Do you listen to Music of the Lifeblood on SoundCloud? Because you should. Because I might be touching myself right now. Gross. And you should also like, comment, and subscribe. What are you doing? Ah, don't come in! So what's, what's, in, what's in the future? What's, for, what's the, in, for the thrash what, metals? What's in the proverbial tarot card reading of thrash metal? Uh, thrash metal seems to be making a strong comeback right strong, now. Strong. Strong Strong state of affairs. Metallica's new album is, looks like it's going to be good. And that's like... Uh, that's gonna that's gonna spark some fuel on some kids though I think. <laughs> I mean, be happy for the be happy that it looks good. <laughs> I don't want to like them. I don't want them to succeed. I, I don't, don't want. I don't want it. 
<laughs> it looks awesome. I don't want it. I can't. It looks good. I man. just can't. It I get. I hate it when I. It sounds good. I hate it. I hate it when I get to a point where I'm like, fucking give up on a band. It sounds good, but don't, don't, don't. You can give up. That's fine. But the new album still sounds good, whether you don't want to hear it or not. No, that's not how it you works. got to go on facts, man. Not you how you got to go on facts. I'm like, I'm like, okay. This is like uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger, Brokeback Mountain kind of thing. Please elaborate, because I feel like, I'm lost. Because uh, I feel like Metallica, you can't quit you. They 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 won't quit me. They can't quit. But you. I'm all like I, I don't want anything to do with you. We had some yeah. good butt stuff, and now we're moving <laughs> on. <laughs> Time to move. Reset on. the clocks. <laughs> we can't even go an episode without talking about dudes fucking dudes. Reset the clocks. <sighs> At the very right. least, we're not homophobic. At the very we're least, not, not like even a little. We're we cross all borders. We cross all of we cross all lines, especially the ones that are inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're. I think we are definitely an equal opportunity awkward maker. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, that works. All right. So anyway, yes. Yeah, the state of affairs from a thrash standpoint. I think it's a, a bright future. A lot of things. It's now, a bright future. Will it break through? It's so it's so weird because Our, like because if this was twenty years ago, we would be primed to break through. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't think it's going to be like that again. No. Um. However, I think we're going to have a new wave of like young people who want to start thrash bands. And oh, it's some happening. Of, and some of them are going to keep going. Yeah, like, it's absolutely happening. And I think it's neat because there's that whole um, you know, retro metal. <laughs> thing yeah, yeah that's yeah, happening yeah. a lot of the thrash bands that are releasing new stuff right now sounds like old stuff sounds like old stuff and i yeah. think that's neat like a band like hellbringer yeah you know hellbringer's fucking great the love-hate relationship i have with those yeah guys. yeah yeah um answer our messages <laughs> right <laughs> hatchet 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 um vorth we had him on the episode yeah vorth week. is cool worth little Little, 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 little darker, black, little, little darker metal, than that. Little yeah. black sometimes. <laughs> um, but the one, I, the one I keep thinking about a lot is Vector. Yes, I saw. I said I saw a dude. I went to go see Plenty and Intervals last week, and there was the one of the members in the band that opened for that was on tour with Plenty and Intervals had on mm. a Vector shirt. I was like, "Good on you! <laughs> good job, know. buddy! Good job, man! Good job, pal!" Vector's really good. The weird thing about Vector is that I'm hoping I'm hoping that could be a sign of like a new sort of thread. That's, People kind of that, progressive thrash. Yeah, 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 because they do some shit. They like, do some shit. Yeah. Okay, there's okay. You're 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 triggering one of my buttons here. There's a difference between prog and tech. My triggers. I'm hashtag triggered. There's a difference between prog and tech. Right. If you're not playing with time signatures, it's probably just tech. Which is fine. It's okay. so incredibly impressive. Okay, see, that's one of those things where, you know, I get all wordy with punk rock. Yeah, you get I get all, real wordy with prog. You get real wordy if with it's, prog. If you're not so. doing time signature, changing time signatures or, or doing stuff like that, even, like, a lot of tech doesn't really change genres. Like, right. if you, like, if you're not throwing in, like, a Latin section in the middle of your song, you're probably just, a, I would say it might be tech thrash or thrash tech more so than prog tech. And that's now again. That is a blurred line that, th- like, prog assholes like me argue about. So, like, call it what you will, but know that there is a distinct difference. Like, the Faceless is not a prog band. The Faceless is a tech death band. 
the faceless aren't they're not a band there i mean that one dude there's one there's one dude that can't get along with anyone he's an asshole you can see him an asshole on stage it's like wow you're a huge asshole you're yelling at sound guys from the stage like who yeah he's a dick yeah i saw him twice and he's been a dick both times that's awful yeah we had alex redinger playing fuck yeah he did i saw him with alex redinger was alex he's playing blotted science is that who i'm thinking of with uh, I don't know. He does solo stuff most of the time. Well, he was playing in the other band, Alex from Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. His other band. Like he was playing with him. Is that Blotted Science? Is that who I'm thinking of? I don't think so. so. I, don't I don't know. Familiar. Anyway, who cares? I might just He's be in... Looking. Alex, I think, is playing for Good Tiger right now? What? I think. I don't even know. Anyway, so... Okay. All right. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still ready. Everyone, be cool. Okay. Because You're I... You're about to say some shit? I have, I have anointed a new big four. Oh, no, I'm okay with this. Let's do it. For, for this millennium. Let's do it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Toxic Holocaust. Yep. Fuck yes. Municipal Waste. Fuck yes. Iron Reagan. Yep. Nukem. Yeah. I mean, Nukem, Nukem is going to be... So they, need, they need to catch that ump. Nu- Nukem are still... They to, they're still incubating. As- they're incubating. Ascending. Yes. They're still ascending, but I really, truly do believe. They're fucking good. Those four, <laughs> those, those four bands represent... You're not going to put the band you were just talking about on there, though? What? Havoc? Havoc? I mean... Not Havoc, Vector. Vector, excuse me. Yeah. Vector. Wow, what the fuck did I get Havoc No, from? I really think Nukem, Nukem is fucking, that's, that's fucking important thrash. Oh, it's real good. It really, it's truly is. It's incredibly solid. Like, yeah. it's extremely important. And they're one of those bands, like, just like the curve of the original Big Four. Yeah, yeah, Metallica yeah. was out first, and you yeah. got Slayer, then you get Anthrax, and you get Megadeth. Yeah. They all came in that order. And there's a sort of parallel I can see with that. all those bands. Yeah. Toxic Holocaust real good. Toxic Holocaust are really good. They're really good. Yeah. Nice dudes, I'm told, as well. Let's get a hold of them. Yeah, let's do it. Fuck yeah. Hey, dudes. Hey, man. You want to come be on our, our podcast? Dudes. Dudes. Hey, dudes. <laughs> I hope so. I hope guys, we is. Guys. You guys want to like be on our podcast? Guys want to check out some music to like? What? I feel, I hope that we do that just once. What? Where we they don't know what we sound like, and we're just like, you guys want to come on our podcast? <laughs> and just like, really, just the weirdest voice, and just like, what if, what if we like, we see our numbers are rising, like we're checking the stats, and right. like, oh, we got people coming. We just do an episode, and the whole time we just talk like this, <laughs> and we act like nothing's weird. <laughs> the hands on my hips really help. And, like, I thought that was going to be, like, a gay stereotype, and I was like, ooh, that's bad. But I was like, the more I do it, the more it's like, that's not a person. It's comfortable. <laughs> people people comfortable. don't talk like that. Comfortable. Just 100% comfortable. <laughs> people don't talk like that. That's doesn't not, matter. That's not a representation of anyone. <laughs> uh, okay. Another band. Yes. Another band worth mentioning, Midnight. Oh, I'm not familiar with that one. You never heard of Midnight? No. They were they were on Music Live Blood before your time. Oh God, there's so much time where I wasn't around. Way back in season one. Anyway, oh wow, that was way before my time. Yeah, way 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 before. Anyway, so there's a great band called Midnight. Okay, and they're a blackened thrash band. Yeah, and they okay. have they got a bunch of stuff out. Okay, but specifically, there's one album that I really like more than most. It's called No Mercy for Mayhem. Okay, and specifically, 
There's a song called Evil Like a Knife. That's fucking metal. That's a good song. That's fucking metal. These guys are great because they wear like black hoods over their faces. Over their faces? Yeah. They wear them backwards? No. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, I guess. Like uh, like an executioner's hood. Oh, also like like, uh, like Goblin Cock. I guess. You ever seen Goblin Cock? No. Oh, yeah. They fucking wear dumb hoods and can't. There's just like two of them. Or ghoul. Ghoul, yeah. Ghoul wears. Ghoul looks like it's like a like a bloody paper bag or something. Yeah, it's weird. It's like a like a burlap sack, like a yeah. bloody burlap sack. Like um, like early early Jason stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like or Jason two. That was Jason's mom. No, Jason two. No, that's Jason's mom. No, Jason Jason one is J- J- just Friday the Thirteenth is Jason's mom. The second one is him with the burlap sack and he sees his mom. The third one is the hockey mask. Oh yeah, they had the severed head. Yep, I forgot. Yep. Mr. Horror Buff. I don't like Friday the 13th. Oh, it's okay that you're wrong. You can talk about Halloween all you want. I like Halloween, too. Got it's you. good stuff. Got you covered on Halloween. It's good stuff. That, that Michael Myers, he's a scary man. He is. <laughs> that got weird. All right. Anyway. This is one of my favorite Also, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add, I'm going to make, I'm going to add an, an addendum to your big four, and I'm going to start the middle three. You want to do the middle I'm three? I'm throwing Legion in there. They need recognition. It's death metal. It's, come on. Legions could very easily fit right in there with, like, Slayer. Sometimes. I mean, okay. But it's death metal. It's straight I, up death I'm metal. I'm still throwing them in there because fucking Legion needs their story it's, to be turned. I'm throwing them in there everywhere. Okay. I push Legion real hard. We're doing a Legion episode. We absolutely are doing it. I decided that earlier. I just haven't told you yet. <laughs> okay. Legion episode. Yeah. I'll text Dave right now. I'll do it. Dave. Dave. I'm doing it right now. Dave, Look at me. Look at me happening? on my phone doing things. <laughs> Super texting right now. Anyway, Midnight. Midnight. You should check out Midnight. I will. You'll hate him. I mean, don't say that. You don't know me. You're not going to like him. Okay. I'm absolutely... Is it M-I-D-N-I-G-H-T, like the regular spelling? Yeah. Okay. Where are they from? I don't know. Okay, I'll have to check up because I didn't either. But there's more than one. I think it's Ohio. Okay. Maybe Chicago. Okay. Possibly Milwaukee. That's a, that's a big gap. Potentially Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> They're from somewhere. Sandusky. <laughs> Sandusky. Uh, Phoenix. One, one of the five boroughs. <laughs> okay, I'm done but with you. I'm any, done with this. Any, any number of places. Anyway, there's a bunch of new thrash out. Tons absolutely, of new thrash. Absolutely. But anyway, um, I do, before we kind of, before we wrap this up, I know we touched base on it um, the last episode we did, I think. Did we? Yeah, on. we did. We did Dark Angel. Yeah, I, I yeah, just yeah, yeah. I just really want to go back and kind of like underscore those guys. Check that shit out. Yes, yeah. because I think it's it's um one of the cool things about bands that quote unquote didn't quote unquote make it. Yeah, I yeah. guess didn't get to the level they should have didn't, ascended to. Didn't dot dot dot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Whatever, whatever you want to call Ampersand. it. Ampersand is that there's still time. There's still time. Ellipses, I fucked that up. Oh, it is ellipses. Yeah, yeah. There's still time to make it happen. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, always. Hoagland's still very active. Hoagland is very active, but I don't know about the other guys. But if if you guys are going to look up anything, if you're going to look, if you walk away from this podcast, whether it was mediocre or amazing, I don't know. Whatever, whatever the case is. But if you go on that other side, (laughs) right? If you're going to look up anything, please, please, please go check out Dark Angels' Darkness Descends album. Yeah, I cannot, I cannot articulate how badass of like 
first wave thrash. I'm gonna listen is. to it again. It's absolutely. Fun. I've not heard it since I was in high school, so I'm gonna listen to it again. And even, I mean, you're big on Death Angel right now too. I so. fucking am. You know the one I always listen to the Ultra Violence. You know yeah. that's the one. That's the one I always pay attention to. The weird thing about it is that I never looked it up because I don't know if that's a Clockwork Orange reference or not. I don't know. That's a good. That's a good. I never thought about that. I've never yeah. dug in. I've never dug into the lyrical content, but. When we put a video on our on the Music of the Lifeblood Facebook, I put up a video that just said, "Hey, we're going to be talking about some thrash music. What do you guys yeah. think? You know, what are you guys yeah, listening yeah. to?" And that was that got a lot of results. Death Angel and Dark Angel came up consistently. Yeah, very yeah. very consistently. So I dug. I really like Dark Angel because it's got parallels to like, you know, like Chemical Warfare sounding Slayer, maybe yeah. like Hellawaits sort of Slayer. Um, it's got all that stuff, but at the same time, there's a very heavy, like, I mean, Slayer's West Coast, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a really overt West Coast sound yeah. to it. Now, whether or not they're from the West Coast, I don't know. I didn't dig into, like, the, the geographic location of it. But, <laughs> but that sound is there, obviously. So, But if you want to get into the Death Angel catalog, too, I mean, Ultraviolence, uh, Frolic Through the Dark, Act 3, The Art of Dying, all that. The Art of stuff. Dying was one I was listening to. See, that's relatively new. Yeah, it was a newer one. Like, they sounded newer, yeah. Yeah, 2004. Five, I think. Four or five, check. somewhere yeah. around there, yeah. But anyway, there's so much thrash to be had. Dude, there's some good shit out there. And even, like, if thrash isn't your thing, there you can find bands that have, like, a very heavily thrash influence that you can dig on. Like, that's what I usually do is I like I like the thrash influence more so than just straight thrash bands. So, like, Three Inches of Blood's great. Darkest Hour's great. Like, all there's bands out there that aren't thrash bands but are damn close that at least have really mm-hmm. heavy influences that you can get behind. Because, like, I think for me, thrash is the genre that you say, what's metal? thrash usually comes to my head like that 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 sound because that's what i associated earliest because i wasn't glam i was i was after that i wasn't born in that time so like metal to me i just think what's metal it's usually thrash comes to mind so specific band no not so bad just that look and that the the long hair and the attitude and the the denim jacket and the musical motif. Yeah, that's what when I think metal, that's what comes to mind. And that's now, of course, that's spread now to many other things. But like, that's where it started. That's what I associate with. Like, if someone asked you what's metal, what's metal look like? I'd probably get you something pretty close to like a thrash dude. <laughs> right. That's an interesting point. Yeah, it's like a residual image. Yeah, you know, yeah. you have when I say metal, like. In my head, I just thought of Tom Araya from Slayer. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty close. In yeah. my in my brain, I see like almost not. It's not him, but I see like the, the like early eighties like Scott Ian, honestly, like with the big hair and the the goatee and the like the the battle jacket and like that's what I see in my head. Right. Yeah. Scott Ian and his receding hairline. I mean, not anymore. Now he's, you know. <laughs> he buzzes it. Now he's buzzing it he and looks banging so res- Meatloaf's he daughter. so strange when he still had hair. It was weird. Yeah. I mean, look at Devin. Devin looked real weird with his fucking dreaded skullet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the yeah. love the yeah. love days yeah. on the, the what's it, the, the new black era of, of Strapping Young Lad. Looked fucking weird. It made him look menacing. It I made think. him look scary. Yeah. And he's not. He's the least scary dude. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> keeps a, it keeps a buzz now. He looks like an alien, I think. I, he looks foreign. Like, not of, like, 
not of like a different country. Like you're not from here. Yeah. <laughs> you're not from this plane. <laughs> yeah. You were ethereal. I'm pretty sure <laughs> right. you came through and were like, by the way, I can't strapping line that. It's so. They're one of my favorites, dude. It's so it's so good and it's so profound and it doesn't take itself serious. That's a good it's point. the epitome of what I love. Right. Yeah. They're like uh He had a sock puppet on stage. Yeah. He had Ziltoid on stage talking to the audience. Fucking great. And no one thought that was weird. Because <laughs> it was fucking Devin. They're like uh Talk about early thrash influences. They're like a video game come to life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about early flat, early thrash influences, though. That's uh, uh, heavier than a really heavy thing. That's a fucking, that's a very thrashy album. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, they've got more yeah. and more like, I don't want to say death metal because they're not death metal. Groove metal, maybe. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, love is yeah. very fucking groovy. Yeah. But I, like... That early stuff is very thrashy. Yeah, well, I think when you, we specifically talk about that new wave of American heavy metal yeah. shit that was happening in the early 2000s, like yeah. Lamb of God, God forbid. Yeah. They're in there. You can you lump know, them I in there. I put Strapping Young Lad in with that, yeah. too, and even Kill Switch. It's part of that. I'm going to fight you on that It's one. part of that movement. It absolutely they're, is part of that movement. They're early metalcore movement. No, well, no, it is, but they're yeah. still part of that. That's, I guess they're yeah, one, of, they're you, one you, of those. You could lump them in there if you wanted. Splinter yeah. bands, but I think, like, out of that that new wave of American heavy metal, to me, the first couple Lamb of God, you know, yeah. Ashes was it Ashes of the Wake, Ashes Pals Burns, all that stuff. Those there's a very pronounced thrash thing that's oh, yeah, happening, for sure. even though they're not. You know, they're not the, yeah. the constant, like, 8-8 tempo sort of stuff. Like, Chris Adler tends to do a lot of galloping, yeah. you know, sort of drumming and uh, things now, like that. Hoagland's early stuff with Trapping a Lad is very... It's very thrashy. Because he didn't really get into his just, like, breakneck double bass until a little later. Right. Yeah. Well, even with Death, when he was playing yeah. with Death. Yeah. And yeah. Death is, like, borderline prog sometimes. Like, they do some real... I guess tech to catch my own thing right like they were really doing some weird shit on their stuff but it's still early death metal like that is real close to thrash metal because it's that's what it was at the time mantis yeah mantas was that we can't ever figure out how to say it right i've always said mantis mantas mantas mantis like the bug is i would say like the bug no i see i say like the ray like a manta ray oh okay mantas Mantas, like plural manta. Yeah. Mantas. It's so hard. I mean, you're making it hard. Like, <laughs> it happens, right? All right. Okay. Before we go, I want to remind everyone, Music the Lightblood has a Patreon. We do. Give us your money. And we want your money. And we do. Like, it's not even coy. It's just like, hey, we want it. Put it in my pocket, please. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Lots of simple packages to help keep the show rolling because this From shit the minute to the big. From the minute to the big. From a dollar to five hundred. And 500 is, whew, you get a night. Night on the town. You get a night on the town. Piggyback, Piggyback rides, Oh, you beat me to it. Taco Bell. High fives. We're going to go to a show. Fifth quarter. Get some, well, I'll get some drinks for the gentleman. You probably, or lady, but you probably will not get some drinks. Right. I'll, yeah. I'll get like cranberry. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sel- seltzer juice. water and cranberry yeah, juice. Something. Put a fucking cherry in it. Anyway, the Patreon. So go check it out. You can Google Patreon, Music yeah. Lightblood. There it is. Uh, if you want to donate to the show, we will happily take it. And you Please get some, do. You get some, uh, you some get swag. Some, you get some swag for it. And also, I want to remind everyone that Music the Lifeblood is on YouTube. Haven't done much this last month because I've been focusing been, on some things. And it's the holiday time and yeah. like we're going to be busy. Yeah, this is what it is. Lots of stuff happening. But I got some unboxing stuff that were yeah. un yep. or I guess unpackaging stuff. You know what? You know what I should do on this channel that I didn't even think <coughs> about? What? I get new gear all the time. I should do gear reviews. You could. I even thought about that. I get new this gear all the time. This guitar sounds bad. This guitar is a guitar. <laughs> this bass is not a guitar. <laughs> These bongos sound bad. I just got like a new pedal and a new rig, and I got all these things I could like check out my stuff. This pedal sounds bad. I got a new pedal, and I like it. This pedal is satisfactory. I am trading in the HM2 for for an iron horse. All right. Anyway, (laughs) Music the Light Blood is on YouTube. You can watch the weekly show or, you know. I tried to get it. A couple you can watch months. watch the channel. Yeah, watch the channel. Uh, uh, Vinyl Thursdays, record reviews, all kinds of stuff. Whatever I'm thinking, that's just kind of my outlet for whatever yep. I got going on. And then Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr. Yep. And, Not Twitter. And the Twitter, if you. It's if, there, but fuck it. If you so dare. Don't. Don't. Just don't. <laughs> Twitter's gross. All right, that's it. Another episode of Music the Lifeblood rapping. Go listen to your thrash. Do what you do. Music of the Lightblood. Something old. Something new. What are you listening to? Baby, you know it's only you and me. And as far as I'm concerned, that's all I need. A generation behind. We're going nowhere and that's just fine. With every kiss I taste blood on your lips I feel the pain you try to hide Another day of a wasted life